Well, hello, hello. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's good to be back with you guys today, and as always, we have the star of our show, Mr. Mark Wade, the president of Echelon Family Office. He's jumping aboard. We'll be getting into another wealth management discussion. That's what we tackle here on the show. We get a good one to you guys, uh, for you guys, that is, today. You know, when it comes to managing wealth, it's pretty rare to just stumble into success these days. We, you know, we find that most successful families, business owners, individuals, they're employing a specific process that is designed to not only anticipate the challenges that they're going to face on that road to success, but also achieve the outcomes that they are desiring the most. You know, you got to anticipate the outcomes and you got to make sure that your, you know, your desires and your plans for those desires are obviously going to be achieved. So today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be exploring a specific process that advisors are calling the virtuous cycle. Now there are many names out there for this cycle, but today we're diving into just how this cycle, you know, can really power that pursuit of better results in your own financial life. And boy, am I excited to get into this one with Mark today, because there's a lot to unpack here. So Mark, welcome aboard. Good to see you this morning. How are you doing? Hey, Ryan, doing great today. How about yourself? I can't complain. Can't, always a good time when we get together, man. Um, yep. We're talking about the virtuous cycle today, but let's start high level like we typically do here. We're talking about this importance of utilizing the right process here in wealth management, Mark, and, and that you know these processes should guide your wealth management decisions overall. Why would you say, Mark, that investors need to be focusing their attention along the lines of this idea of a process? <laughs> That's a great question, right? And 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 the loaded one, the thirty-four dollar question. <laughs> so, exactly. uh, well, look. Quite frankly, it's because <clears throat> one of the best things you can do, really, when managing wealth, is to be extremely clear on you know what you're trying to accomplish. You know, what are your goals? What's the time frame to accomplish those goals? And and what hurdles can stand in your way? Uh, you know, now or in the future. So, you know, you need to develop a plan that reflects that type of, you know, really deep thinking. Uh, and the reason is because, you know, whether it's investing uh, in business or in life in general, you know, you know, life rarely happens by accident. So, you know, when you're clear eyed about what you want, to, where you want to go and what you want to do and and those things that could get in your way along the journey, you know, you can create a better map and you build a better contingency plan to deal with those obstacles as they pop up. Sure. makes all the sense in the world. But then, Mark, I'm sure there's a ton of processes that exist out there, you know, for building that map to financial success. But in your eyes, is there a particular approach that you use or would recommend to your clients? Yeah, absolutely, Ron. You know, different different advisors are going to call it different things and they have different terminology for what they for what they describe or, or the process that they that they're going to describe to you. But we like to refer to it as a virtuous cycle because, you know, it's a multi-step process that, you know, continually has to reinforce itself over time. And, and the more you work this process, the deeper you dig into it, the more, the more positive the process becomes and the more accurate and effective the out, the results are. So it, it typically consists of, you know, six, distinct steps or components, if you want to call it that, and, and profiling is number one. So profiling really is the deep understanding of who you are and, and the players involved, both your family and uh, your, your other professionals, uh, then is, you know, consulting with a professional network of experts, you know, you, you identify the solutions. And, and of course, we provide that 
a professional network of experts and and any competent wealth management firm or advisory firm should be able to do that for you. Then there's engaging in scenario thinking, and that's real important. I think we're gonna talk more about that as we move forward. If not, I'll bring it up. Uh, but scenario thinking is extremely important and basically just talks about the different, you know, the different avenues, the different paths to, uh, to solving the issues and, and doing the planning work. Uh, <clears throat> And then framing those rec those recommendations so that you can clearly understand them, so that there's good buy-in, you know, from the client and they understand what, what we're talking about. Then, of course, there's implementing the strategies. And last but not least, for sure, is the monitoring and refining of the process, you know, as we're moving from year to year. Sure, sure. I mean, a lot goes into this virtuous cycle, Mark, and I want to unpack kind of each of these different avenues that you just mentioned for us. That first step sounded especially important that you mentioned that developing a deep understanding of who you are. So take us through what profiling really entails on a more granular level. Okay. Uh, and thanks, because it, it is really important. Well, you know, truly effective wealth planning, it can only really happen when when you and all of the advisors that you're working with at any one particular time have a really deep understanding of the people in your life and you know those who are going to be involved uh, or impacted by the planning that you're going to undertake you know and the planning that an advisor is going to do for you because without that ability to have these insights and you know understand all the special you know financial expertise in the world or the most advanced planning solutions that there are are going to be of little use without a true understanding of the players involved, what they're trying to accomplish uh, and what their desires and goals are. So, you know, it's a lot like when you go to the doctor and, you know, you say, doctor, I have, I have this problem. You know, I have this pain. I have this issue. So, you know, if the doctor just says, Oh, well, you need to take two aspirins, go home. You'll feel better tomorrow. You know, that's not really getting the job done. Right. Because who knows what the real issue is. So it's like when you go to the doctor and, and you say, you know, doctor, I've got this issue. The doctor at first has to do a correct diagnosis. And the diagnosis can only come with a thorough exam. And that's this understanding process. That's the finding out who the players are, what you're trying to accomplish. And that's the only way you can really be, you know, effective, either creating a financial plan or healing any, uh, you know, health issues that you have. So that deep understanding has to include your financial situation and goals, of course, it's obvious, but it also needs to go well beyond that because, you know, we have to systematically uncover any of those latent needs, you know, needs that have yet to, to pop up or, you know, needs that you're not quite aware of yet, you know, so that means getting, you know, extremely clear on issues such as <clears throat> what's important to you about money, right? Your values, well, what are the things, what are, what is the things or things about money that, that keep you up at night? Uh, you know, your relationships, you know, your family and all those other professional relationships that are crucial to you and or your business. <clears throat> what are the goals? You know, for yourself, of course, but also for your loved ones now and in the future and maybe the community at large. And then, you know, what are your interests? What are your favorite charities? What are your favorite activities? You know, what causes do you like to support? And then last, of course, is the process itself. <clears throat> How do you prefer to work with professionals? You know, how do you communicate with them? Is it in person, by phone, email, by video? Different different people have different comfort levels with different types of communication. And so, you know, the advisor has to dial in what's the most effective and convenient one for you. 
see why we mentioned there's so much in that first step, everybody. I mean, values, relationships, goals, interests. I mean, uh, and then, of course, your process. A lot goes into that very first step here in this virtuous cycle. So let me ask you this then, Mark. Once you do that with clients and you have that extremely di- you know, detailed and expansive understanding of them and the world around them, what's the next step? Where, you, where do we go from here in the virtuous cycle? Well, then and only then, when we have that deep information and we have a real good understanding, you know, that will enable us then to, you know, use that information and and, and that data, you know, with our professional network so that we can address, you know, you know, what's the most important want and need. And we enlist those experts because, you know, no one, and I mean, absolutely no one, not even the very, very best professionals out there. No one expert has all the answers to all the different issues and concerns that an individual business owner or family is going to have. So, you know, and, and we're talking about, you know, the ability to deliver the highest quality advice in a variety of different areas, you know, from investments and asset protection and so on and so forth. So, you know, indeed the best advisors realize this and they create and maintain a strong network of other advisors, you know, that we turn to, when it's time for us to consult on different issues that are outside of our scope uh, of expertise. So, you know, these professionals, you know, they have the right expertise and they have the right experience and we've already vetted them when we know that they have the highest integrity and ethical standards. Okay. And, and they're true authorities in their field. So these networks are designed to address and, and come up with the recommendations around specific issues that our clients face. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Working with the right network of trusted professionals, boy, can it go a long way for you. And and of course your financial portfolio, but Mark, take me through now the third stage of this virtuous cycle. And what does this ultimately accomplish for your clients? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, when we're in a position to engage with clients in, in what's called the scenario thinking stage, you know, and this is again, <clears throat> when, you know, it's, it's, it's a method of generating you know, alternative futures, you ask and answer the important what if questions, right? What if this happens? What, what, what's, what, what's going to happen in that case? So, when, you know, for example, let me give you a couple ideas. Like, well, what if I die early, right? You know, what if the children are young, you know, who's going to decide, you know, when they should have unrestricted access to any money? You know, what if my family, and let's assume that they all don't get along the best, you know, what if they decide to create World War III after I'm gone? You know, what if, what if uh, to pay the lowest possible tax bill on my investments without having to give up control uh, over the money that's being managed? You know, how, you know, how, how do we do that? What, what if that's a goal I want to accomplish? And what about, uh, you know, what if someone wants to take advantage of us when we're older and we're not, you know, as well equipped to deal with it? What's going to happen then? Uh, Another one I see a lot of, you know, that I think about, you know, another one that I see a lot is, you know, what if I want to sell off pieces of my company or divisions of my company? How do I, how do I avoid paying, you know, maximum capital gains tax? You know, how do we, how do we derive a process of doing that so that we pay the least amount that the law allows us to pay? And then, you know, this is a simple one. And this is, you know, this really applies to everybody. What if somebody falls in my building or on my property, hurts themselves and sues us? You know, so wealth planners, you know, we address a varieties of a variety of these and, you know, other what if questions. And usually there's a number of different ways to deal with each one of these issues. 
Yeah, yeah, the what ifs. I mean, that that's what keeps us up at night uh, in so many ways, shapes, or forms. So then let me ask you, Mark, once you've got multiple ideas for addressing some of those key issues that you just mentioned for your clients, you know, how do you hone in on a path that seems the most right for them? Okay, so, you know, first, one of the processes we use, and there's more than one, but one of the processes we use is that from the most meaningful possible outcomes, so from the from the scenarios that have the make the most sense or the most applicable, we look at the most viable courses of action and we select, you know, among those, we we triage it down to, you know, two or three that make sense. And at this point in the process, you know, you can look for the wealth manager to communicate, you know, the various scenarios and and the recommendations to you in a way that makes a great deal of sense, right? Because that's what's important. You have to understand and be able to, to buy into any of these scenarios, you know, that we're offering as solutions. So depending on the complexity of your situation, this could be pretty straightforward or it could be a little bit complicated. <clears throat> you know, what's what's essential is that you understand it. And then, you know, whether it's in broad strokes or in excruciating detail, and it all depends on your preference. It all depends on the client's preference. How detailed does the client want to get into the nitty gritty of it? You know, and then, you know, how these recommended solutions are going to enable a client to achieve their agenda, you know, without any limitations, uh, you know, put upon them. And then, you know, once you've chosen the, the, uh, the path to proceed upon, you know, we put the plan in motion and that's called implementation, right? Also known as taking action. So, and it's, you know, it typically is very straightforward as it should be. And, and by this point, the hurdles have been identified and the approaches, you know, to surmounting those hurdles have, you know, have been specified. Now, this doesn't mean that it's going to be easy and it often demands a, a great deal of work, but, you know, it should be familiar ground at this point, you know, for the wealth planners involved and for the experts involved in the case. And it's something that they and their teams do extremely well. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mark, as we're kind of bringing this process to its end, you know, you mentioned that the final step in this process is that ongoing monitoring and refining of the of the plan of the process moving forward. How does this ultimately get handled? Wow. Yeah. And this is where we see so many things fall between the cracks. So, you know, this is this is also a very crucial and vital step in the process, because think about it. Laws change, lives change innovations occur, you know, so it's smart to make sure that any of the wealth planning you do today stays up to date with those changes, you know, your family changes, right? And so uh, you just want to make sure that it remains in a position to generate the results you're trying to achieve. So a major aspect of what we call the virtuous cycle approach, aka wealth management, financial planning, right, is to continually monitor any and all of the changes that might have an impact on your future, right down from your family to your business and so on and so forth. Okay, and to make modifications to the plan is required. This is how the wealthy ensure that their wealth is being managed well, uh, you know, and consistently over time. The result or the upshot, if you will, is that wealth planning should be a continuous process of continually refining your goals and needs along with the strategies and tools that you're going to use to achieve those goals and, and, uh, and address those needs. So, you know, the same should hold true for you and your wealth plan. Think about it. 
you know, if your plan becomes outdated, it no longer reflects your current situations maybe, and maybe your needs, or maybe the tools are suboptimal. Maybe they're not the most high-tech, high-speed, low-drag solutions out there now. So it's up to you and the people most important to you, uh, you know, to try and figure out the changes necessary to keep your plan up to date. And, and Mark, I mean, a big question that a lot of people are probably asking themselves at this moment is, you know, how, how do I know if my current wealth manager or somebody else out there uses something like this virtuous cycle that, that implores this pro, you know, this process driven approach. So what's the best way that somebody could determine whether or not somebody uses this, this kind of approach. Right. Well, the first thing to remember is that not everybody is going to call it by that name, the virtuous cycle, but don't worry about it. If an advisor doesn't use that exact term, they're probably going to call it wealth planning or financial advisory or financial planning, of which there are many sub-disciplines, retirement planning, insurance planning, investment planning. Just make sure that somebody's looking at the whole picture because it's important to look for the different steps that we outlined here today. That's going to tell you whether or not a professional really wants to know about you and your family on a deep enough level and so so that they can answer your your questions and and address your needs and that they have the capabilities in place to pursue the outcomes that are best for you and your and your family and your situation you know in other words let's say that the outcomes are the most meaningful to you and the people that you care about and that they're going to drive the most value to the bottom line for you and your family at the end of the day if you do recognize these steps and elements in what somebody is mentioning to you, then it's likely that your financial life is going to be managed in a comprehensive and holistic manner so that all of the different solutions will work in concert on your behalf. So, and Mark, for, for those out there, you know, spending the time with us watching, listening to this episode, you know, for anybody out there that is interested in this idea of a virtuous cycle and, you know, they like the sound of it, this fully holistic wealth management process, and they're interested in maybe talking to you and your team about just how this could play a role in their lives, you know, what would be the best way that they could get in touch with you and your team to open up a dialogue? Sure. And, and thanks, Ryan. You know, one of the first things people do nowadays is they go to the web and they look for you on, they look for your website. So you can visit us on the web at www.echelonoffice.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word office.com. They can call in at 888-892-9882. Or if they're so inclined, they can email me directly. I'll be more than happy to respond back myself. And that's M Wade. That's M W A D E at Echelon Wealth, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word wealth.com. Fantastic, Mark. Look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day, sure. jumping aboard, being with us, getting into this virtuous cycle. And uh, But I know you got some clients to take care of, so we'll let you get back to doing that. But I appreciate you and your time today. Hey, thanks so much, Ryan. I look forward to next month's session. All righty, awesome, Mark. Well, and also, before we wrap up, we want to say thank you, to our audience for jumping aboard, hanging out with us on the show today. Do us a favor. If you like today's show, you took anything away from it, go ahead and subscribe to the you know show, whichever platform that you checked us out on today. And then, of course, share this information with any friends, family, business owners, really anybody that you think would benefit from these types of conversations. Because at the end of the day, we're just talking about wealth management strategies and solutions and you know what Mark is really just bringing up to his clients every day. And that means we've got some great topics queued up for you guys 
episodes to come here in season two, and we would love to have you be a part of the show. So be sure to subscribe. That way you never miss out on any of the new conversations that we're having. So for Mark, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you hanging out with us today and being right here on the show of Optimizing Your Financial World.